0: Hello and welcome to Media MD, the podcast where each fortnight we prescribe each other a piece of media that we have somehow missed. I'm Ruben Morehouse. And I'm Elliot Diebold. And this week we're in between our, uh, our watch of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, so in the meantime we thought we'd bring you a piece of off-week content. Um, and this time we're going to be talking about a show that we have mentioned, I think, many, many, many times, like five or six times on various other episodes. <laughs> We've never actually sat down to talk about it. And that show is Harmon Quest. Um, yeah, Elliot, do you want to give a little summary of what Harmon Quest is?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, sort of taking inspiration from how Dan Harmon explains it at the start of every episode. Mm. It's basically a bunch of people who sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons and try to be funny. Yeah,
0: sure, short and short and sweet.
1: <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's obviously. I guess if we're doing this as a you may also enjoy, it's probably stemming from The Adventure Zone, uh, our episode from last year.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's quite similar to The Adventure Zone in its... Well, I mean, it's a comedy D&D thing that's recorded at a kind of panel table. Um, they have an a audience that kind of uh, gives weight. But I, I think the the most interesting thing to me about Harmon Quest is it's animated, Sort of. Mostly.
1: <laughs> yeah, well so what they do is is they record the episodes and then they they sort of ship those recordings off to a company that animates chunks of it and, and so the episode sort of swaps between these animations that are showing what the characters are, are doing. And then it also obviously cuts to the actual people sitting at the table. Um, you know, and it, it sort of I think it cuts depending on which view is sort of more Relevant to that moment, or mm. going to be funnier.
0: Well, I think it's um, they'll use the animation when they're like in the thick of it, when they're you know discussing something to, to help visualize it for the audience. But then yeah. they'll often get reaction shots of the the rest of the panel when someone says something funny or or something like that, yeah. just to kind of help it land a bit better. Um, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting show. So it's called Harmon Quest, but the the brains behind the show is a man called Spencer Crittenden who who is like the DM. Of the, uh, of the adventure that they're on.
1: Um, In fact, I, I even saw an interview with Dan Harmon one time where he said he wishes he could go back and change the name of the show. He's not mm. he's not happy with having named it Harmon Quest.
0: Yeah, I think he, his name is on there as the kind of marketing yeah. rather than, you know, rather than implying that it's his, his, his baby. Um, yeah, so let's talk about what makes this show good. Um, well, I mean... It's pretty easy to compare it to The Adventure Zone, right? Because it is a, a comedy D&D thing. Um, although they are kind of stylistically different, or maybe tonally different is the right word. Um, I would say, well, <laughs> when, when we're talking about The Adventure Zone, we obviously have to talk about the second series that we're now kind of... or not quite the second series, but now that the main campaign of The Adventure Zone has wrapped up, it has shifted a little bit. But I, I would say when when... We first kind of mentioned Harmon Quest in relation to the adventure zone. It's Harmon Quest is I think a show that doesn't worry about story structure that much or even the overarching plot that much.
1: Um, I mean a huge part of that has to do with the fact that every week they have a guest player mm. um who's you know some usually some form of celebrity or something um mm. and that person comes in and they're really only there for that one episode that that one week and then they'll disappear so it's it's hard to it's hard to have too important of a story if you've got those rotating characters like that you you need to build your story around those rotating characters more than the actual story itself
0: yeah which is interesting I mean it, it's kind of an interesting thing because it does kind of cheapen the plot in a way where you you know that at the end of every episode or close to the end of every episode Something bad's going to happen to that one character. Um, There have been a couple where they just suddenly die in a a quite unfulfilling way, but sometimes it's more kind of well-structured. Yeah, I I don't know. It feels weird to kind of pick apart the story structure of this show because it is really just about being an improvisational comedy with this kind of animation wrapper around it and this D&D wrapper around it, but really at its core it's just improv comedy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a good summary. Yeah.
0: Um, so it's in its it, it it's finished its second season at the moment, right? Yeah. Have you finished the second season?
1: Yeah, I did. the The last episode was the one where um, Kumal came back, right?
0: Well, yes, I, I read that. I, I actually haven't finished the second season yet. I'm I'm still halfway oh, okay. through it. And I want to kind of talk about this because when I watched the first season, I binged it all in like two days, right? Yeah. Um, but the second season, to me, I haven't gotten as into, and I, I'm I'm not quite sure why. I think if I had to say, it would probably be because it it does feel a little bit samey to me, season two versus season one. Um, yeah, I don't know. What what are your thoughts on this?
1: Well, I mean, I actually didn't find myself particularly into either season. Like having watched both, I obviously don't hate it because I wouldn't be mm. twenty episodes in. <laughs> um but personally i've always just sort of found it to be a sort of i i would just call it a worse version of the adventure zone and i know we've sort of said you know they're different because they're often trying to do sort of different things mm. but um i i almost find myself just putting it on as something in the background like while i'm cooking something rather than something i really focus on mm. and i've never really gotten that into Harmon quest um but I, I would agree that season two and season one are, yeah, very similar. Like, the show hasn't tried to change or grow at all. It is just sort of doing the same thing. And that might change or it might not in the future.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to me because this is a – I mean, obviously, we're, we're talking about this show on the podcast because we both do like it. But yeah. I, I think this is one of the reasons why we, we, we decide to do this as a you-may-also-enjoy and not as a main series episode is because it's similar to – the adventure zone like it's comparable to the adventure zone but the adventure zone to me wins out just because of its longer form you get more time to get attached to the characters it's got a more interesting story and the jokes land more consistently for me with the adventure zone um, I, I
1: i would agree with that and i think i think the jokes landing actually has to do with that difference in plot structure um mm. the adventure zone puts more time into creating these situations which then makes it funnier when the 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 McElroy brothers fuck with it. Whereas Harmon Quest is just sort of jumping from place to place and none of it's really that serious in world or out, so it and they're always they're sort of always making fun of the scenarios so it just never quite lands as hard whereas in the adventure zone they spend all this time building it up and taking it seriously. It it lands more when they when they stop doing that.
0: Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's this classic problem of if everyone's trying to make jokes and there's no straight man, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, there's nothing to, to play off of. If, if it's yeah. all just ridiculous, then none of it comes across as funny. It all just comes across as too ridiculous. Um, yeah, so so in the Adventure Zone, sometimes the gang will just, like, take a situation seriously and then start cracking jokes, and it, it gives it that grounding. I, I hadn't thought of that. that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, although I, I do think that the animation and the kind of... Something I've always liked about... Uh, uh Rick and Morty which sure. i guess is a good comparable Dan Harmon animated show is the animation the fact that it's an animated show well, actually this applies to community as well it probably applies to all of Dan Harmon's shows is he's able to hide so many interesting details in the world or not him specifically but the writer or whoever um, the animator whoever's doing it is able to hide so many nice little jokes and and small like Tidbits in the world in a way that you don't see that often in shows, um, and it, it, I think it adds to the rewatchability of of Rick and Morty and Community, Dan Harmon's other shows, and I think Harmon Quest is starting to do some more stuff like that. I think it's starting to use its animation format as more of a actual thing rather than just a kind of consequence of the way that they've decided to make the show.
1: Yeah, I mean, like an easy example of that would be when when they're doing the animation, when Spencer's sort of narrating something, they'll often just put an avatar of him in weird places mm. and he, a, as if he's talking to the characters and explaining what's happening. And, and they just, mm, you mm. know, as the series has gone on, they've sort of put him in more... <laughs> absurd places i guess
0: yeah um and and they'll do things where like the characters are describing something and yeah. the animation will kind of update over time to keep up with what the characters are doing and the characters are obviously saying some pretty crazy stuff and so the animators have to yeah not have to make things kind of not really make sense to keep up and it's like it's entertaining to watch right um yeah I, I feel like we've been pretty harsh on this show but i, I do quite like it as a show um and I think that Spencer Crittenden is is a pretty is, is a pretty clever guy in, yeah, in working on how this format works. Um, an example would be in the first season, he kind of leaves them to their own devices a lot, and it, it feels very kind of unstructured. But for the second season, at least the the first half of it that I'm still kind of digesting, there's a character which is like a dragon that yeah. that like hangs out with them essentially, um, and and Spencer plays this character because you know it's a character that's not one of the players. And he's able to use this as a device to kind of keep them on track and keep the story somewhat logical rather than just having them kind of bounce through it. Um, and, and so I think it is is—it is a, a show that they consider carefully how they're going to make it work. Um, and they do things like record an hour or so of footage and edit it down to like 20 minutes of yeah. show to, to kind of get the best bits. So it's it, there's, there's clearly purpose behind it. Um, and, and it is a good show. It's just, I don't know. Hard to hard to stack up sometimes.
1: Yeah, I definitely I would recommend somebody do the Adventure Zone before Harmon or mm. over Harmon Quest. Um, maybe mm. yeah, in general. But if somebody was like had enjoyed the Adventure Zone, well, then I would be like, well, you may also enjoy and then put them Harmon <laughs> exactly. Quest. Exactly, and that's <laughs> the title of the episode.
0: Um, I, I think the other thing to keep in mind is Harmon Quest is like. Each season is, like, 10, 20-minute episodes or so, yep. um, whereas The Adventure Zone is, like, 70 hour-and-a-half episodes. Yeah, there, <laughs> so, uh... is a, there
1: is a time difference there.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I think they're, they're along similar enough lines that if, if you want to check out something like this, I would start with Harman Quest, or, or you want to check something out like this and you don't want to invest that much time initially, totally just, like, watch Harmon Quest and be like, oh, am I interested in a slightly better audio version of this? All right, I'll go check out The Adventure Zone.
1: Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point.
0: Um, yeah. Anything else to add about Harmon Quest?
1: Well, I guess so. I mean, the other thing that sort of can really affect the quality of Harmon Quest episodes is who the guest star is because they really affect the mm. chemistry of the whole group. Yeah, totally. So, um, I, I don't know. Something I just noticed is how much more I enjoyed episodes starring comedians or people that I was already familiar with, like Patton Oswald or mm. Gillian Jacobs or. Um, Kumail and uh, as opposed to ones where they just had somebody I'd never heard of and even if I looked them up on IMDB during the episode I had just never seen anything they were in. (laughs) Never seen any of their stuff yeah Uh,
0: yeah since it is a rotating guest format I I think they do try their best to kind of keep the guests engaged and and keep them kind of in in the situation but yeah sometimes it's just not the right format for the guest like even if these are talented people it's something that they've never really done before so it it, it does fall a little flat.
1: And I mean, that has been... That, that's usually something Dan asks right at the start of every episode is what experience the the guest has with just Dungeons & Dragons in general. And I think the majority of them mm. have been coming in with have none. basically nothing. Yeah, yeah. Except for... Uh, shit, what's his face? The The guy from... Silicon Valley. Um... <laughs> yeah, but not Kamao Nanjiani. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> oh, I've forgotten his name as well.
0: Anyway. Uh anyway, uh, so <laughs> let's let's leave our Quest discussion there, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we've been so negative on this show, but I quite like it as a show. And this is a show that I've gone out of my way to recommend to people before because I think they'll enjoy it. It's like, it's a funny show. I don't know. It's just, you do feel like it could be more.
1: Uh, yeah, I think that's a good description is I, I enjoy it, but there, it feels like there's something sort of missing. Mm. Not enough to really make me not enjoy it, but enough to make me think that, you know, it could be more. Yeah.
0: <sighs> All right. Well, that's a kind of somber note to end on. But I guess we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, so, so yeah, as, as I mentioned before, we're we're in the middle of our recommendation for uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the the Netflix comedy musical series. Um, so, if you are uh, planning on watching that, you have a week left to to get in your comments. Um, you can comment and and leave what your thoughts in the Reddit thread, which will be linked below. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see you next week to follow up on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend.
1: See you then.